It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? The Washington Wizards dropped their second home game, 126-107-2. The Boston Celtics welcoming KP back to the 202. But it was an ugly one, so we're going to talk about the reasons we lost and look at some progress of some of the young guys on the roster. So we're going to talk about that and more next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. And appreciate you guys making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team. Every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. So the Washington Wizards drop the game against the Boston Celtics, welcoming KP back to Washington D.C. But this was an ugly one. So um, I know that <laughs> we both said we're not really going to look at the causes of defeats. We're kind of going to look at you know the progress of young guys. So. In your eyes tonight, E, who's that young guy that, that really impressed you? And who was that young guy that didn't really impress you at all? Uh, kind of like a studs and duds. I I would say Eugene, man. Yeah. Eugene coming off the bench because we're going to take the positive approach, as you said. It's just it's very easy to be negative. And, you know, we did that the first game. So we're going to try our best to not – uh, you know, just be negative, which is it's hard not to be. Yeah. But I will just throw this out there before we do get started. I do want to just stay focused on the question because it is a good question. But Gafford being out, I I knew it was going to go this way. I, I yeah. just knew. it, it, it might have still went this way with Gafford, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I, I I knew it was going to go this way without Gafford. But to get back to your question, uh, I'm gonna say Eugene, man. 14 points, six boards, had a perfect game. Five for five, one for one from three point line. He's the most physical player, and I think, honestly, when they do do that small ball five, they need to put him in there earlier because we have nobody that plays with physicality like him. I mean, he really looks like a linebacker or a tight end out there. We, we said the same thing during the preseason, and he plays with 100, 110% energy. He plays with his hair on fire. He's running the floor, getting rebounds, bringing the ball up, pushing the pace. Uh, I mean, he's really just a jack of all trades kind of guy, and he, you know, he's on a two way contract right now. Yeah. He's about what twenty six years old. He may fool around and and, and get it converted into a uh, a, a normal contract. So, um, but yeah, Eugene impressed me. Blau in the second half played better under control. Yeah. Um, it was against you know their second and third string guys, but he he just looked more un- under control, especially in the fast break. He had a really nice dunk. He had a pump fake. Had a dunk against Porzingis. It wasn't on Porzingis, but he went past Porzingis and dunked the ball. Five boards, one assist. I want to see how many steals he had. 
uh, when still still sh- struggle to shoot from the floor one for six. We saw that in the summer league and coming out as a draft prospect, he's not known as a shooter anyway. So one for yeah. six from the three. Uh, but I like the confidence. He did hesitate on one shot in the corner when the game was it wasn't competitive. But I'll just say the starters, the Celtic starters were still in. Jalen Brown was in. Tatum was playing. Porzingis was playing. Derek White, Jer- Drew Holiday, Al Horford, guys like that. Um, so he hesitated. Didn't like that. Uh, he did miss a layup, but he did finish a nice reverse layup. He had like two nice reverse layups. One pat, one was a pass from Tyus Jones. So I like that. Uh, a guy that I want to see improve. I won't call him a dud, but uh, Johnny Davis struggled at some points. Five points, air ball to floater. Uh, but it is his first game back, yeah. so he's yeah. wearing a shooting sleeve now. And you know, I'm not gonna not gonna joke about that too much, but. Uh, <laughs> him wearing a shooting sleeve and still, you know, struggling to shoot a little bit. But um, yeah, he just has to get his feet wet out there yeah. and get his, you know, his game um, get back into game shape. So that that was my assessment of the young guys out there. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, Amarui, man, is a dog. I'm mm-hmm. trying to tell you, man. I mean, he's built like a linebacker, and he's just he's very active, man. He's he's trying to earn a contract. You know, look at that. Um, he reminds me of. Not in size or performance, but in the situation as far as contract, Jordan Goodwin, a guy who really played hard and earned that contract. You know, Amory, mm-hmm. man, we need to take a look at him. He might be a long-term piece. He's a dog, man. You know, he came in, I mean, looking at the stat line, 12 minutes. And in 12 minutes, he got 14.6 boards. I mean, <laughs> blocking a steal. I mean, that's just the energy he provides. He is the a spark plug on the second unit, man. So, you know, after the deadline, you know, when we move, when we move off some of these veteran guys um, at the four position, I want to see what he can do. I want to give him some extensive time in the second half of the year and see what he can really do because I was very, very impressed. But, you know, looking at this game, you know, again, Gaff not playing would have made a difference. Maybe not. I mean, look, Boston is a juggernaut, man. I mean, Boston's ready. I mean, a lot of people who talk about Milwaukee, their acquisition of Dane, uh, Miami, you know, chipping her shoulder, not getting Dane. Um, up and comers, maybe the Knicks, but I'm saying Boston's that team, in my opinion, out of these. They're, I mean, they're a defensive team. Everybody on that team can defend. I mean, you know, they they shot the lights out, and it's just to me, it's like this, man. Yeah, um, not having Gaff was it, it hurt, but you've got to show effort, man. Like, you know, you cannot play like you already lost. Like they 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 played like they knew they were massive underdogs. And there was no energy, no, just the defense was abysmal, man. I mean, Boston went out there. They, you know what? The Celtics might as well went out there with the warm-ups on, man. Just put your sweatpants back on because that's what it was. It was a shoot-around. It was just the best effort I saw tonight was from these young guys in the fourth quarter because they played like they wanted to win the game. They, re- I think we got into within, what, 15? Like, they got to the point where, you know, um, they had to call a couple timeouts in the fourth because they had to talk to them. Like, look, man. You know, we need to we need to finish this thing because this sec, I mean not second unit, but these young guys, man, they really brought this game closer. So yeah, I get it. Not having Gaff really, really hurt to a certain degree because with Gaff it really made a big difference against KP. KP just pretty much did what he wanted. I mean, the small ball, I get, but why? I mean, if you don't have to, then why go small ball? Go sign a center. Like, come on, man. Enough is enough. Go get a center. Because if we're really that broken down in the paint by losing Gaffer. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, how bad is it going to get? We lose Muscala, man. I mean, we're going to have Johnny Davis at the five. I mean, it's just they got to go out there and, and um and go get a center, man. Go get a right. center, please. Um, A lot of people have been bringing up James Wiseman from Detroit. I don't know how you feel about Wiseman E. Mm. He's young. 
I think that if he pans out, he could be a really, really good move. I think you got to explore that. You know, Detroit, I know, is trying to move off Wiseman and or Bagley. They're both young guys, change of scenery. I mean, I know at this point, Bagley, this will be the third change of scenery, uh, going from Sacktown to Detroit to here. But you got to explore that. This is a rebuild. Let's go get, fun, you know, some young assets. Um, because James, you need a center. James, why? So I would, in my humble opinion, I think they need to kind of look at that move, man. Um, but, yeah, looking at the positives, you know, under the, under the circumstances, you know, small ball center tonight, Kuzma looked decent. You know, nine for 15, three from uh, six from three, five rebounds, four assists. Like you said, Bilal, you know, he got better as the game went on. Obviously, you know the offensive game is going to come. Uh, but that dunk, hey, <laughs> I ain't mad at the dunk. So it was, you know, I think it was, was inspiring. I mean, you still saw, I mean, you know, Jones got seven assists. Uh, so Tyus was decent, but it's just it, – is a clear difference. You know, it was, a, it was a talent gap. I mean, Boston's, they're trying to challenge for a championship. I mean, they, and they're a scary team in the East, man. They, 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 they really are a scary team in the East, man. So, yeah, I, I kind of, to me, this was a foreclone um, conclusion. And I just, I just don't see where Gafford would have made that amount of difference. But I did see a lot of good things from the young players, man. Emma Rui, man, to me, even though they lost, game ball was him because of effort. You know, he tried. He put in a lot of effort. He was a dog in the fourth quarter. And I like what I see from him going forward, man. So, yeah, there was there was some a few positives to get out of this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Wizards, they they definitely didn't look like a uh, NBA team tonight. I, I tweeted that out. They didn't look like an NBA team. They did look like – they just didn't look like they belonged yeah. at all. Um, it just look, it looked like a varsity versus a JV team tonight. But <laughs> um, some positives were, were Eugene. And then yeah. that's really it. Ryan Rollins played hard. I thought he played yeah. with some effort. He did have an up and down. But, um, yeah, it, 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 it's Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown really could have went for 50, but they sat him down. I don't even think he played in the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum nah. didn't play in the fourth quarter. Porzingis didn't play in the fourth quarter. Jalen Brown had seven threes. But, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll go to, we'll go to a break, and then we'll talk a little bit more. But, I mean, it, it, it was <laughs> it was rough. And it, it sounded like a Boston home game as well. Yeah, this continues to be a recurring theme in the DMV, man, where the, the opposing fans oh, outnumber the year, man. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> like I said, uh, we're going to talk a little more about this game, and we're going to take a look at, at the new NBA in-season tournament. We're going to look at the Wizards' schedule real quick, and then we're going to do a preview for the Atlanta Hawks game on Wednesday because tomorrow night is Halloween. So we're going to break news, too. Absolutely. So uh, before we roll, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Again, that's $150. If your team wins, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now. Not tomorrow, not next week. Do it right now because the app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over and unders. And more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting 
shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. League. And the Locked On Ultimate NBA preseason is here. A preview, that is. A six-episode series with all 30 of our Locked On NBA team shows. From contenders to tankers, we go in-depth into the biggest storylines hitting into the season. Catch all six episodes on Locked On NBA on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So, E, um, kind of finishing up on this game. I mean, it's just... To me, I, I kind of knew it was going to happen. I mean, Boston's just a juggernaut, man. That team is scary, man. I mean, they just defensively, you know, they, they shut down Cork Kispert. Nine points, you know, pretty much the three three-pointers was about it, man. Um, DeLon Wright, looked, he, did, he looked kind of bad tonight, man. I mean, usually he's a little more polished on the defensive end. You know, he kind of had an off night on the defensive end. But, yeah, it's just I, really all I got to say, man, is Elmer Rudy was the positive. I mean, he was just yeah. – <laughs> You know what I mean? So, yeah, Jordan Poole, honestly, he's he's had it shacked in a full moment two games in a row. I know the last game we won, so you know you kind yeah. of brush over it. Uh, he did the Gilbert Arenas, but of course he didn't make the three like Gilbert Arenas. He kind of did a Nick Young kind of thing where you shoot and you turn around and celebrate, kind of, but it didn't go in. Then he does a, a lackadaisical chill behind the bag. Then he casually turns around, shoots a three on Porzingis, of course. And guess what? A seven for three, Porzingis blocks a shot. So uh, not the best night from Jordan Poole. Yeah. Um, he's not the reason why we lost. He was five for 11, 11 points. Of course, you know, him coming in, we expected everybody's, you know, hyping him up to have a James Harden kind of season. He's kind of been up and down. It's only been three games. So I don't want to, you know, talk about it too much, but. Uh, we got a long way to go. So he played really well the last game of the Grizzlies. So, but we know we're going to have up and down. They're going to have, yeah. he's going to have up and down games. He's going to have a good game. He's going to have a bad game. Preseason, he had 41. Next thing you know, he goes one for 15 against the Raptors. So, uh, but Kuzma, yeah, he was, he was the best player on the court really tonight. I thought Denny was aggressive. I like the aggressiveness that he yeah, had 11.7 yeah. boards. He had an and one kept, kept attacking. I really wish he would have did that from the start. Yeah. You know, they just played, they did, they just played scared. We're just going to keep it 100. They played scared. And if they would have played the way they did in the third quarter or really just the third quarter, if Denny would have kept kept attacking, going downhill, I know it's easier said than done, but it, they they did they, they they just played like they knew the Celtics were the better team. And that's something I didn't like. Yeah. You know, last year we were underdogs when Porzingis was here. And guess what? Denny had 25 points. And Denny played with a lot of confidence. So I, 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 if they would have played with confidence like that, then it would have been a closer game. But it looked like they just laid down. And, and Jalen Brown, they let Jalen Brown do whatever he felt like doing. Jalen Brown ended up with seven threes. Jalen Brown had eight threes. Ooh. Eight for 13 from the three. Jason Tatum, four for nine. 33 points for Jason Tatum, 36 for Jalen Brown. Ridiculous. Porzingis had 15, but it was it was, a, it was the easiest 15 I've ever seen in my life. Um, Tyus was fine. 11 points, five for nine. You know, he's been steady. He's been fine so far. Um, Bilal, we already talked about him. And uh, Gallo's just too slow. But um, – and then Corey hit three threes. You know, he, he did what he usually does. But, yeah, just at, from a team standpoint, you know, like you said, DeLon had a rough night too. One, only one point tonight. Didn't really um, didn't really impact the game much at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, they just play like they, they knew they were the, the, the lesser team, and they, they just can't play like that. I don't – and I don't want to – I don't want to blame West too much 
it's not his fault entirely, but you yeah. got to get your guys ready for this game. You got to get your guys mentally prepared for the game, even even with Gafford out. But just the roster, they're just not good enough. And I, I do have to talk about Will Dawkins too, and Travis Lang and Michael yeah. Winger. I know that they're trying to develop guys and get a better draft pick, but at the same time, you you got to put a, a competitive product out there because yeah. Ted Leonsis was sitting in the front row, and I saw that. Of course, he does for a majority of the games, but you're expecting people to sit in these suites these Hennessy suites or whatever they're called, these sections, and you can't even put – can't even sign a backup center, somebody to compete, yeah. you know, somebody to at least scare them from coming into the paint. Like, Gafford may not scare anybody to come into the paint either. Like, don't get it twisted. We talk about Gafford all the time too, but at the same time, you got to have another big in there, 6'10", somebody 6'11", that can at least throw a chicken wing or something to somebody, you know, <laughs> just foul somebody, just – Come in there and give a hard foul. I'm not saying to have a flagrant foul, but just come in and let the guys know that they're there. Let Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown know that they're there and that we're coming. And they had no sense of that at all. And I don't blame them. It was just an Ole layup line, yep. three-point shoot contest. That's just what it was out there. No, nah, you hit that nail on the head with all points, man. Um, yeah, Wes, not entirely on him, but come on, man, like, Get on your guys, man. Like, it's one thing to – I get his rebuilding. But you don't quit. You're professional basketball players. Like, you don't quit. You try. I mean, the, the, the this lay down in the first half is just – it's – look, man, it's just like <laughs> you're, the, you're the coach. You got to be the example, man. If you're passive and your guys are like whatever, it's like – look, here's the thing, man. A lot of people in this fan base are very supportive of this rebuild. But if you're not – if you're going to show no heart at all, why show up? Like, come on, man. We're trying to support you, but you can only go so far, man. Like, really? I mean, it's the third daggone game of the season, and you're quitting? You get paid millions of dollars, man. Go out there and play. I mean, come on, man. You know, you got people paying all this money for courtside seats. I mean, <laughs> any seat is expensive. It's NBA. So you're just not just spending money for people just to quit? Come on, man. Get out of here. It, it, it's frustrating because it's just – what do you – yeah. So look at that. Um, you mentioned Johnny Davis. Look, to me – First game back, got you. Look, he's got to the deadline. He's got to the deadline, then he needs to be flipped for whatever value you can. Because, look, what is it? I mean, how long are we going to wait for Johnny Davis to figure it out? I mean, you know, you airball that going to lay up, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, come on, man. Like, come on, I get it. <laughs> come on, man. But really, we airball. Like, like, he's got to the deadline. Show what you can do, and they need to move him. You know, if you, if you, if you can do something, then, you know, and, and they see him as part of the future, then cool. But come on, man. Like, I'm done with all this weight on Johnny Davis, man. You are a professional basketball player. Go out there and perform. All right. It's like, man, I'm a cashier. If I keep messing up every day, I'm going to lose my job. Like, you know, you, you got to do your daggone job. So yeah, it's, it, it's frustrating because I totally get rebuilds. You know, I set through the years of rebuilding after drafting John Wall. I set through that. You know, we, I mean, we both set through the arena era, you know, the constant rebuilds. I, I look, I know how to rebuild, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm ready. But you have to show heart, man. You have to show heart. So it's that that was very disappointing that you got more heart from Eugene Emery than anybody else on the court. It's very disparaging, man. They, you know, they got to get on that. Look, show heart, man. Show some heart. Because, again, we got outnumbered by the Celtics fans. It, it, it is hard to watch, man. I, um, I hate to switch sports real quick. I got very frustrated at the commanded game, man. Because I'm one of those guys in the, in the section saying, get up. Say something. It's third down on defense. Get up. People sitting there. And there's no wonder why the Eagles fans outnumbered us, man. You know what I mean? Like, and then we both went out again. You remember that game we went to where it was against the Rockets? You saw what I did. I got up and said, look, brick. You know, that free throw line. You got to say something. 
like you know you got to support your team man this whole i'm passive nah you should never get outnumbered at home man that's part of the problem so right. you, you know i'm with you man they need to show a lot more heart so um kind of moving on e um the new court designs and the schedules for the new NBA in-season tournament was released by the NBA and looking for the uh, looking at the Washington Wizards for um or the first four if they uh, I guess certain factors we went over in previous videos um they move on but looking at the schedule for the four games uh Friday November 3rd eight o'clock at Miami uh Friday November 10th seven o'clock at home against the Hornets which I will be at that game um I had to get tickets from my wife she is from Charlotte I had to give away the Cowboys tickets, man. So and she wanted to go, so I had it. I had to make up for it, man. So I'll actually be there. Yeah, man. Um. So uh, third game Friday at home, seven o'clock, November seventeenth against the New York Knickerbockers, and the final game November twenty fourth, my birthday, by the way, Friday, and it's an eight o'clock game at Milwaukee. So E, um, are you motivated or intrigued by this new in season tournament? Do you see? I guess what I'm trying to ask is. Do you think there's more po- uh, positives than negatives when it comes to this new in-season tournament? It's it's different. I, I still have to look at the rules. I know that they win money uh, if they if they win the tournament. Uh, it may make it more competitive or an incentive for teams to win games. Um, but it, it, it certainly is for more revenue. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, it's different colors, different jerseys. The playoffs will be in Vegas. So it, it, it's definitely for more revenue. And it, it may bring – I know other sports are doing it. Um, trying to think of some other sports that do it. I want to say that like soccer leagues or yeah. something like that, they do in-season tournaments. I know the WNBA, they were doing something like the Commissioner's Cup or something like that too. So I know and, and it, there's dog days in the middle of the season where, you know, guys can get sidetracked or kind of lose steam in the middle of December or – January where you're right in that middle, that dead spot of the season where, you know, it's not the end of the season. You're trying to make that playoff push or the beginning of the season. So I get it. Guys are resting back to backs and whatnot. So, um, and guys are already starting to rest games right now. Like Jimmy Butler rested and sat out again, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's different. And it's kind of like the NCAA. I didn't like when they moved because what it was 64 in the NCAA tournament, then they moved yeah. it to 68. The NFL with the playoffs, it was six yeah. teams, and then they added another wild card team. So, yeah, the NFL, they they know what they're doing. The NBA, it's all about money. It's all about rev. I'll just say revenue. It's all about revenue, adding more revenue. The NFL has added more revenue with another a playoff game or another playoff team. The NCAA has added more teams, and the NBA they did it with the plan. So they're just going to yeah. add more stuff, which they. They, Adam Silver thinks it will gain more fans and more eyes on the TV. The plan did really well one time with uh, revenue when it was the Lakers versus um, the Warriors with Steph and, and LeBron in the playing game. That one did really, really well. So we'll see how this works out. Um, I'm intrigued by it. I'm I'm kind of old school where I'm just like, uh, don't really get <laughs> yeah. it. But, yeah. you know, of course, I'm going to be we're both going to be here sitting down and watching it. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and I'll be at the Hornets game, and so I got to watch her um, cheering for the wretched Hornets. So, um, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. You got to do, you know, what you got to do to keep the wife happy. So, um, we're gonna do a preview tonight, real quick, before we start chopping up with you guys of the Atlanta Hawks game on Wednesday night. But before we do, Ed's gonna sh- uh, talk to us about game time. Hey, sir, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You should not have to worry when you're buying tickets 
to your next e- big event like a Wizards game. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Last-minute tickets, flash deals, and zone deals, at, zone deals as well. You can see the view from your from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All prices show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last-minute deals. So you probably use game time to get some of those uh, luxury seats, the sections at Capital One Arena as well. You know there's a lot of concerts there too, so definitely use the game time app. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C. K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. So before we move on to comments and chopping up with you guys real quick tonight, um, looking at the Atlanta Hawks game, uh, Wednesday night, we are against the Atlanta Hawks. And then looking at their roster, man, they got the starting five and a solidified bench, man. Um, So if you got to look at, one or two keys to a potential Wizards victory. Uh, what would they be? Uh, good, good question. Um, looking at the Hawks right now, they just they beat the Timberwolves, who are a good team, 127, 113. And um, Dejounte Murray had 41 points. Uh, Trey Young had 24. Uh, Clint Capella only had two points and five boards. And uh, and 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 Yeke and Kongo had 10 points and seven boards. Sadiq Bay 11 points and six rebounds. He had three threes. Um, so they shot 14 for the Hulk shot 14 for 30 from the three point line. Let's see what the Celtics shot as well. So basically, what I'm getting is defending the three point line. We got to get out to shooters, yeah. can't let guys get hot. We let Jalen Brown get hot tonight. We let Jason Tatum get hot tonight. I don't know if Gaffer's gonna play or not. We'll see. Yeah. They they have bigs that play well, like Capella plays. Yeah. You know he plays hard. He's going to get a lot of boards. Um, a going to play hard. He's going to get a lot of boards. So we don't. They don't have a lot of bigs that are really going to hurt you, uh, as far as like you know the yeah. MBs or Jokic's of the world, Anthony Davis guys like that. But um, they they got to protect the paint, man. They got to protect the paint. They got to show some some grit and just toughness, man. Yeah, toughness, physicality. Uh, Trey Young is going to get a lot of threes up, so definitely communicating, defending the three-point line, getting back on defense for sure, and just offensively, just ball movement. And it's a mental game. Look like they played scared today. They have to come in and play with confidence and attack and attack and attack and attack Trey Young. He's not known as a defender at all. I think there's some guys that they definitely can attack on the defensive end against the uh, against the the Hawks for sure. So I, I do think it's going to be a better matchup. I think it's going to be a closer game, but just I'm going to just keep it simple. Uh, defend, defend the three point line. Know your personnel. Know your shooters like Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay, he's a guy that can yeah. shoot the lights out too. Oh yeah, and uh, get back on defense and rebounding for sure. 
and uh, just just ball movement, playing inside out. Kuzma's got to attack, and Jordan Poole, man, he's he's got to lock in this game too. Yeah, he's got to lock in this game too. We we need him to step up for sure, and we need him to get to the basket as well instead of settling for for pull up threes. We're gonna need him to get to the basket and get to the free throw line. Play like he did against the Knicks, where he was getting to the free throw. Yeah, I agree on all points, Z. I totally agree. I'll say this, man: play with heart, play with pride. You know, play for what's on the front of your jersey, not on the back. Play some pride, man. You know, we get it. It's a rebuild, but you got to show effort. You know, it was very, it was very disappointing seeing that. It really is because I expected more from this organization, man. As far as player wise, man. You know, you got to play. You know, you got to show some effort, show some pride, especially on the home court. You know, I get it's the Boston Celtics, but so against Atlanta, man, which is not going to be an easy matchup. Division foe. Uh, it's going to be a hard match because you know that backcourt of Young and Murray. You know, you shoot. You got Hunter. Jalen Johnson, you got a lot of shooters too. You, know, you got guys who can definitely shoot the rock. So, you know, I want to see effort. Defensive, offensive end. I mean, I just want to see effort and pride, man. So um, we're going to go ahead and get into the comments, man. And e, if you see one, you know, let's go ahead and pick it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we'll start with Dad Bezel. Uh, and he says, uh, bro, someone needs to try harder in the front office. The Lakers got Christian Wood for a lower price than what we uh, we paid Gafford. Um, I think we both mentioned um, looking at the acquisition of Christian Wood. I don't think that was realistic. I think he kind of wanted to go to a team that had a chance to compete. The Lakers, you know, as you know, aren't always in a position to c- compete. And if not, the rest of the league is going to try to get them the pieces for them to compete. So, um, you know, you know what it is, man. And, you know, definitely he was chasing a contending. But I-, I agree, man. You know, they definitely need to make a move to get another big. I don't understand. <coughs> oh, bless you. Um, I-, I, just, I don't get why you're trying to go small ball. Like, uh, go get a center. Like, there's plenty of guys out there that you could, you know, you don't have to get anybody special. There's somebody who could be a body in there, man. But the, you know, I just I don't get it. I just don't get it. You know, when you're dealing with a lot of injuries and you don't want to make another move, then you go small ball. But to go small ball and be like, oh, you know, we're just going to roll with it. I get it. And, like, it goes back to what you said, E. It's like, just because you're rebuilding doesn't mean you have to be looking so desperately like you're tanking, man. Like, we get it. You're trying to get a top five pick, but you don't have to be so obvious about it. Like, to not sign a center is, like, abysmal to me. So, like I said, I'm a big fan of this front office. Um, I wanted a new front office while Shepard was just, just had to go. Um, so I'm excited. I'm impressed by the moves they made. But this is one move that has really, really, really gotten to me a little bit because this center position, we need another center. I don't, you know, because I don't see any team in the league where we're going to be be able to compete with them with a small, small with a small lineup. So, you know, that's just my bit on it, man. Yeah, uh, we yeah they 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 definitely there's so many options they they could have even got um, Bowl Bowl Harry Giles um, Nemus Kata yeah. yeah there's so many bigs Christian Wood um, Bismack Biombo just any 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 backup center would have been fine than what we got and they just refused to to address the center position uh, like we've said multiple times now we yeah. get it. This season, they're trying to develop and get the best draft capital or the best draft position that they can get. But I mean, they, they could have got a backup center, and, and it's and we knew Gafford, even if he is, even if he is healthy, he's still he still easily gets in foul trouble. So even and even if he is healthy, you know, he 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 struggles against other bigs that are just you know are are stronger than him. So uh, they just decided to not address the big man position at all, and that's on the front office. It just is. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Um, Michael Barnes said, continue to trust the process with his fans. It's going to be a long season. Totally agree. I, I mean, look, I think a lot of people, and if you're not, you should distract and get ready for it, that are ready to go through a rebuild. It's going to be three, 
four seasons, man, of this, of development. But here's the thing, you know, is, is it too much to ask for effort? I mean, you want me to drop a couple hundred dollars on the ticket, you got to show some effort, man. Like, I, you know, to me, I just, as a consumer, man, showing up and guys are just like, ah, you know, you know, it is, it is what it is, man. It's like, no, <laughs> I just drove two hours to get here, man. Like, come on. I want some effort. And that would, to me, you know, I get a rebuild. I, I really do. But you got to show some some pride, man. Um, Sh- uh, Shook Biz said, Ed, aren't you 6'10? Go sit up, go suit up and be our center, man. What's up, <laughs> e? What's up? <laughs> I'm not 6'10. I wish I'm 6'5, I'm 6'6 six, six, six on a good day. But if they want to sign me to a 10 day, certainly I'll step out there. They can sign me to be the water boy, man. I'm just saying, right? <laughs> I'll know. be motivated. <laughs> sign me to a 10 day for sure. Yeah, I'll, man, I'll be I'll Bobby Boucher out there, right? <laughs> um. Yosef Haskins says, Jenny Davis is the worst draft pick we ever had. Um, I mean, there's a lot of draft picks that you could definitely debate with. We can we can go all day at that one. So, uh, zero offense, multiple turnovers, multiple air balls, allowed nine points when he's supposed to be a lockdown defender. Bust. Uh, I wouldn't go as far as a bust. It's, it's too early. This is only his second season. So, you know, and this was his first game of the season as well. He's got to get his wind under him. He looked okay in the preseason, and he looked better in this, this summer league in preseason. So it's, it's hard to really compare that to actual real games. But uh, I, I would just give him more of a chance. I would give him more, cha- more of a chance. He may not ever pan out, and he's a Tommy Shepard draft pick, so they don't really, you know, they don't. Owe, they're not gonna. Tr- they, they may not give him as many chances as they would if if they had, you know, as far as them drafting guys. So he has a short of a leash. You know, of course, compared to Bilal, they actually drafted Bilal, so they're going to give him a lot of chances to succeed against way more chances to succeed than what they're going to give Johnny Davis. So this is certainly an evaluation year. So the the thing that I said was breaking news was actually that uh, Josh Robbins, he tweeted out that they picked up the option for uh, Johnny Davis and uh, Corey Kispert, which means that they most likely will be on the roster next year. So that was interesting to me that they picked up Johnny Davis's, you know, and they picked up Corey Kispert's already, just all of them uh, already so quickly. So that's that's intriguing. But, yeah, I, I, I want to give Johnny a shot. I liked him coming out of college. I really did. I thought he was going to be a, a solid player. Not a great player, but a solid player. So uh, I do want to see more from him for sure. Um, I do I do as well. But I will say this. He's got to the deadline. Let's go through the 2022 draft. Um, He was drafted at number 10. Who was drafted after him? Jalen Williams. He's a he's uh, starting caliber player. Don't say Jalen Duren. Oh, well, I mean, he's had his moments, but he ain't looking too good tonight. But uh, yeah. uh, Cavaliers, I mean, Ochai Agbaji, man, is going mm-hmm. to be uh, – He's the, Mark Williams at 15. A.J. Griffin at 16. Terry Eason. I mean, the list goes on. The Grizzlies, who ended up flipping them to the Jazz, but Walker Kessler at 22. These guys are starting caliber, if not starting. I mean, at, at, that, at that draft position – he is, I mean, he's got to the deadline. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I get you're trying to develop, but I mean, you see that potential when it comes to Bilal. You know, Johnny just, I don't know what to say, man. Like, I don't know, me personally, I don't know how long we're going to wait. Now, I think it was a little too early to pick up the option, man. You know, see what he's mm-hmm. got to the deadline. I mean, they're, they're being a little premature with certain moves, man. Like, you know, I believe that West Unsell, they should have gave him the year and, and then evaluate him at the end of the season. They go ahead and I get a peace of mind not having him, you know, worry about his job. I get that aspect of it. But Johnny Davis, come on, man. Nah, he got to the deadline, man. I mean, I've seen enough. I mean, I want him to I, I want him to succeed. 
I'm not hating on him. I, I think that he's a great guy. You know, I'll let him date my sister, whatever. But I mean, here's the thing, man. Like he, he's got to perform, man. Like, I mean, you airballing layup? Nah. Cause I, the guys I mentioned are starting caliber or starting right now. You draft the guy at 10, you're drafting the guy with the expectation that within the one to two years, he's going to be a starter, you know, and, and I don't, I just, you know, he's nah, man, you know, he's got to the deadline and then we, you'll see what deal you can throw him into, but you know, you, you're still trying to find who you are as a player in year two. And I get the injuries, man, but you got to show up to play, man. You know, you really do. So that's my soapbox moment. Yeah. The only thing is that, you know, you're just not going to get much back from him for him. Um, you have to attach him with somebody in a deal for sure. So yeah. his value is just not high at all. And honestly, I I I, I do want to see him get – I do want to see more from him. I want to see him get more of a chance. Last year, he just wasn't ready. He looked like a deer in the headlights. It was like a red shirt freshman year. He played in the G League. He even struggled in the G League at times. He got better. Played better at the end of the season. Still didn't shoot the ball well, but he played better and played with a lot of confidence. So I did like that. Do want to see him get more opportunities? Of course, when Shamet comes back from the toe injury – playing time is going to look even tougher for him. So um, I, I just want to give him more of a chance and see what he can do. But, you know, the 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 ceiling right now is is not very high for Johnny. So I, I just want to see more. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you, man. Uh, we got one last. <laughs> there you go. Um, DMV for light. Worst team in the NBA by far. Joking hard to watch. Had hopes for Davis in the line, but they've been off. I mean, they're, they're going to be <sighs> – I think there's times where he will be fun to watch. I think that Kuzma and Ample are too good to not be fun to watch at times. But it's going to be a long year. It's about evaluation, but it's just showing effort, man. Um, Bulls Nation, we didn't even try. This was embarrassing. Did you guys see the national media is also making fun of us because of the shot Pull mm-hmm. on. I mean, we definitely gave him a reason. So, I mean, I got one more comment right there. Uh, the Dazzling Globe tried to say, what happened to Yannick Zosa? Look, you look. Maybe you could tell us, <laughs> put an ABB on him, man. Cause I mean, I don't know if he knows where he's at right now, man. Like he's in Spain somewhere. I don't know. Um, but we definitely got to get more value at a second round picks. Real wings of one said, I won't kill Johnny since his first game back from injury. Yeah. True enough. But he needs yeah. to shape up real quick. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. guys, you guys see some results. Yeah. Perfect. Finance said pool must go with West Unsell junior. No effort of either of them. Kuz suddenly passes. When he gets stuck, no one, no one made movement because they didn't think Kuz would pass. I mean, yeah, we know what the mo is about Kuz and Jordan Poole, man. But you know that that defense, I think it had a lot more to the defense of the Boston man. They limited them, man. They, there's not much they could do. But they've got to, you know, Kuz and um, Jordan Poole, they've got to learn how to use the talent around them, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we yeah. go. Oh, yeah, great. Poole, Poole didn't look good tonight. It was a rough night for him. It yeah. was. Uh, I just don't like the silly moments where he's doing stuff like that, just turn around, throwing up anything, and just, you know, and one mixtape tour, dribble, 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 not going anywhere. So there's some moments where it's like, oh, my goodness, he's just playing really well. The Grizzlies game, I, I like what he did. And then even in that game, he had some moments where they were shy in a full moment. So it, it's just what you're going to get from him. Uh, he does have some maturing that he still needs to do on the court. I thought he did a lot of good things with leadership off the court this year, but we still see that he, he still definitely has – uh, some things to work on for sure. Um, I'll just grab it, fire, read some. They are a little funny. Desan says the media is posting the Johnny Davis airball layup. We're getting cooked by everyone. Laugh my butt off. Uh, Yosef said we're used to Johnny missing shots, but airball and layup is a whole other topic that made me cringe. <laughs> uh, King Boulevard said Gaff wouldn't change the thing. He's a bum. I disagree with that. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I think we still would have lost, but it would have been a little bit closer. Uh, Dennis Chandler says they smacked the red, white, and blue right off of us. And uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a clear talent gap, man. Boston's a scary man, they're gonna be nice in the east, man. So, uh, yeah. I, yeah, look. I'm just saying, you know, shout out, man. Uh, James Wiseman, I think, is a move that they need to explore. We need a guy who he's got some potential at the center position, man. You know, he can't hurt. Put Gafford in the backup. I mean, here's the thing, Gaff, man. I, I like Gaff again. I like Gaff. Great guy. You know, he can marry my cousin, man. But what I'm saying is, he's he's got to show up, man. With the extension, I, I he's got he's he's got a lot of play for too going to the deadline, man. In my opinion, I think everybody's got playing for a job in this organization. In my opinion, you got to evaluate everybody. Because I like pool, man. But here's the thing, man. You know, Steph Curry can do that move because Steph Curry hits threes. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't shoot a three, miss, and then turn back, man. It's like wearing an Armani suit with some Jordans on, man. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> you gotta play the moment. Like, he's got, you know, yeah, he's definitely got some mature to do. But you know, I think he'll get that, man. I think they'll coach him up because he's got too much talent, man. I think that when he gets that maturity and he really gets, you know, finds his way in his organization, I think Jordan Poole's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's getting pretty bad. Somebody, Marcus Hancock says we need Scott Brooks. He also said bring back oh. Ish Smith. Somebody also said trade Johnny Davis in a second round pick for Ish Smith as well. I mean, at this point, man, trade him for a half smoke. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I like Johnny, man. I, I really look. I really want Johnny to succeed, man. I really, really do. It's just, you know, that's where I'm at. He's got to show and prove to the deadline, man. Right. Regal Regal Tone T said Elena Dalla Elena Della Don available. Yeah, and then we'll wrap up on this. Kuzma did he said in his comments because somebody else commented and said, "Yeah, we definitely could have used Tristan uh, yeah. Smith tonight too. He yeah. he probably would have got cooked as well, but at least at least he would have you know provided some 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 type of resistance, uh, um, you know, some something you know some type of rebounding or some you know we needed just something tonight." Um, uh, Kuzma said, I think this is a good learning lesson for us. I think we may lose a ton of games this year, but it can't be like that for us. We need to find our competitive spirit within all of us. So, you know, it's, it's a gut check game against the Hawks because they'll do the same thing. Trey Young will do the same thing. DeJounte Murray will do the same thing that Jalen Brown and, and, and Tatum did. They, they will, they will, I think it's in Atlanta. Uh, we have a, we have a road trip coming up. So they'll do this. They could, they could easily drop 30 and 40 on us as well. Yeah, I agree, man. It's good. It's going to be. It's gonna be something, man. But you know, if you put a lot of effort and heart, and they'll figure it out, man. Oh. <laughs> it's a comedy show tonight, man. I know, right? <laughs> Def Jam comedy. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Half my family done got married off, man. What I'm saying. <laughs> but now, nah, man, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. Man, I right. definitely appreciate everybody, man. Definitely appreciate everybody dropping out with, with us, even though we lost. But look, we know what it is. It's gonna be a long here, man. But we definitely gonna be here for y'all to chop it up and see how these young guys grow so man look wherever you get your podcast definitely a five-star review is much appreciated if we earned it look on youtube side of things definitely like subscribe hit the comment you know comment below let us know what you guys think man should james wiseman be a thought at a potential acquisition for the washington wizards so definitely appreciate you guys for making lockdown wizards your first listen every day every day is not tomorrow but after the game on Wednesday, we are going to do a live video to recap. So definitely tune in and show up, man. So we're going to chop it up with you guys on Wednesday night. So again, appreciate everybody. Everybody have a blessed night and peace. Take care, everybody.
Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.